Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Live from Estopin All In. It's the Vamos Morados Podcast. Powered by the State of Louisville. Welcome to the Vamos Morados Podcast on the State of Louisville Podcast Network. I am Zach. I am here with my buddy, Bitten. How are you doing this week, Bitten? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today, Zach? I'm doing great. It's great to host Vamos Morados, the podcast dedicated to racing Louisville. Definitely the only soccer team playing in the city of Louisville right now. Nothing but wins. Nothing to be sad about. We only got one soccer team. Nope, no, no losses here to talk about. Plug yep, in my, yep, plug just in my wins here on the race comes up. podcast. Oh boy, you, I, know, uh, you know we're going to get into it though, right? Uh, we're going to get into it. We are. We're definitely going to get into it. Let's what? <laughs> let's distract ourselves from from the abysmal position that Louisville City is in. Ben, what are you into this week? It's not more. It's not so much what I'm into. It's what I'm addicted to now. My ADHD or whatever was wrong with me. Oh, I feel about like to get I'm, deep. Very, I'm very susceptible to to like algorithms and all the things that are meant to hook you, right? That's why I feel like I'm terminally online. I'm I'm on Twitter a lot. And for those reasons, I've actively avoided TikTok. It just felt pretty cancerous. I'm like, uh, I don't want to do that. You know, the glory days are gone. Vine's dead. That was the glory. I don't days. use social networks where I can't control my feed. Yeah. And so my dumbass recently, for no good reason, I was on Instagram and I'm like, let me click on the Reels tab. Because I never I never even have the sound on my phone, so I like, never watch videos on there. And I turned on my volume and I went to Reels. And now I'm a crackhead, just flicking through Reels all the time, sending them to my buddies, just laughing my ass off on the couch, and I'm horribly addicted. And it's exactly what I feared. Now my friends are trying to get me to get TikTok because they say the algorithm is superior. I'm not going to do it. I don't need that many social media apps. And I mean, it's already a time sink. Well, I sent my wife a bunch while I was at work. And she's probably very mad about the fact that she's hard at work at a hospital. And I'm working from home saying her videos. Some of them, which were about. (laughs) You got to see this cat. Like a a household in which a husband works from home and the wife has to wake up early and go into the office. So like it was, it got very meta. Anyway, so yeah, I do that. I'm I do that now. I, I fell in. I finally fell in line with everybody else, and I'm watching short reel clips, TikToks. Yeah. They're all the same. I mean, they all go to the same platforms anyway. I'm seeing the same stuff. Yeah, so, let's say I like. Uh, that, I don't do that's TikTok. What I'm into I I watch uh, 
the YouTube shorts sometimes, which are mostly stuff people are reposting from their TikTok account. Yeah, uh, it's just one giant ecosystem. It's like memes. I have They're, learned, they're in the like, same place. I can't do the like just like swipe through because I I I never <laughs> get more confirmation that I'm not like a very basic person than when I try to like swipe through the algorithmic recommendations because I just cannot stand like 90% of what it tries to give me. And so I generally watch the shorts one at a time, like when I see one that I want to watch from somebody I follow, I don't actually like flip th- flick through them. The ad- the algorithm does feed me well. It 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 knows me. It yeah. understands me. And um, I think That's it why I can't get into threads. So my my homepage on threads is abysmal. It is That's it is different. nine things I do not care at all about, and like one thing I, from a person I follow, and I just cannot live that way. That's very different. I would like a more. I'd like more like you like experience closer to that of Twitter, right? Like I want to see the people feet. that I all you had to do was copy Twitter, just copy it exactly. I mean, I don't know how it's taken so long. It feels like a very easy fix, but I feel like that's a lot of things with different tech things. It feels very easy, but there's probably a lot more of the story. Anyway, I hope it's they the get the ball rolling. Way on that. to do it, the algorithmic yeah, I, feed is harder to make. It, it's yeah. a thing they did on purpose. <laughs> so I. I hope that they get the closer to Twitter experience so we can all start that great migration and I can just leave Elon. I, just, stuff I guess behind. I'm just stuck waiting for a blue sky invite at this point. I put in like a request for a while ago, but at this point it seems like threads is the heavy front runner. I guess. Are we going to, we should abuse our platform again. If we, if anyone that listens to this podcast has a blue sky invite and wants to see our wonderful content on blue sky, then sit, hit hit us up. So, yeah, just, I just went ad nauseum about how the blue sky invite. Yeah, just I just talked at length about how I'm a social media addict, so you might it as well get me on there like, too. With this like closed, like invite only trial thing they're doing, they're just like leaving money on the table right now. Oh yeah, they, I mean, I think that honestly, I think the ship's kind of sailed there. Like it's threads yeah. or bust at this point. It really feels like I I ain't moving to threads till they give me t- the chronological timeline. <laughs> Apparently it is coming, but we'll see. Again, felt like a simple fix, but who knows? And lists. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's not go down this like and social media, political right. rabbit hole, superior platform. Zach, what are you into this week? Okay, so we're gonna go for a twofer because I was I was so equally into both of the TV shows I've been watching this week, and I couldn't pick. So uh, I have been very into my adventures with Superman. The uh, the new Superman cartoon. Uh, there's only like four I episodes. I didn't know there's a new one right now. Oh, okay. Very uh, it's, new. Yeah, it's very very new. It's uh, uh, it's animated by Studio Mir, who did um, uh, Korra, Le- Legend of Korra, the the second Avatar show, uh, and mm-hmm. they also did one of the Star Wars Visions shorts on one of the most recent season. If you see the show you'll instantly recognize their style. Like they very, they're uh, a Korean animation house, but uh, it's really good. And it's kind of focusing like less on Superman specifically uh, and more on, it reminds me of like the old, there's the, the lowest lane in the Jimmy Olsen comics is like Superman's buddy, Jimmy Olsen, which kind of followed Superman through the eyes of the people that hang out with him uh that's an interesting so concept kind of got that vibe it's also he's like 
just moved to Metropolis and is very young. Like when the show starts, he's not even Superman yet. So it's like a very young Superman. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's got good vibes. It's very fun. Uh, and the animation is good. So it oh. about a good 30% of each episode is just Superman and Lois blushing at each other. It's very anime. <laughs> it's my anime boyfriend, <laughs> Superman. Uh, they, when they side, do they have the light will, little like mushroom sort of thing coming out? Remember that in Pokemon? <laughs> just about. I mean, it's that's the vibe. Uh, and then a completely different. Although I don't know, this season has given me like warm and cuddly feelings. Uh, uh, the Bear season two, I've been very very into. Uh, it it pulled off a really amazing thing because I I really really liked the first season, and when it ended, I was like, well, they finished that story. I don't understand what they're going to do now what like it seems like there shouldn't be another season of this and they've gone in like tonally almost a completely different direction this season (laughs) and i think i like it even more and also like it plays off the first season really well if you did you watch the bear at all no i've i've heard of it um it's like about like a chef or something like that's about the extent i know right he his his brother his brother dies and he inherits like his his brother was running the family sandwich shop in Chicago. And so he's like a classically trained, like fancy restaurant chef now running this like hole in the wall sandwich shop. And uh, it's very, the the first season is very, very stressful and everyone's always yelling at each other and everything's always going wrong. And it's like, it, like kind of exhausting to watch, uh, but also pretty funny. It's, it's listed as a comedy, even though it's there's very little like outright comedy in it. Um, but then this second season has been about like <laughs> all of these like traumatized people with like things in their past that was the reason they were all yelling at each other in the first season, like working to get better and like making personal improvements in their lives. And it's just been very heartwarming <laughs> to watch. And I have enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's been very good this season. It seems very like well-crafted is the vibe yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, and they, they do have, I'm not, no spoilers, but they've got one episode. That's a flashback episode where they go full on, like maybe even more, <laughs> more, uh, intense version of what first season was doing just to like bring it back but it kind of narratively it's not as stressful because it's a flashback so yeah yeah uh it's real good i love it the cast yeah, is great it. the the main guy looks like a sexy willy wonka yeah. <laughs> love it it's popped up on my hulu feed before and it's just one of the shows i haven't haven't clicked on yet but i'll have to give it a look <laughs> it's yeah hi i highly highly recommend all right, Zach. Well, how about we move right. on? We talk about a little, little football, a little All soccer. Right, let's, let's talk about let's talk about some wins first. Yes, we will go chronologically. We will talk about racing Louisville's two 0 win over Chicago. Never in doubt. Never in doubt. I wouldn't do that. Only never in doubt. Chicago was kind of lucky. It was only two zero. That game could have been three or four to nothing. Right. I mean, I walked into it like, look here, either. Either I'm going to be satisfied and we win pretty convincingly, or I'm going to be disappointed because they somehow bobbled it. And thankfully, it was the it was the first option. Um, I want they to talk finally about finally uh, were expected to handle a team in a game and did it. Which that's like a big. Yeah. I 
I think that's that's like a big step for the team. That, that's not a position they've really been in before. Like coming into a game, like this is a home game against a team you've played good against this season. You are expected to not only win this game, but win it decisively, and they did. Yeah, certainly unfamiliar territory, and it was a nice feeling to have. And they went know? up two to nothing and didn't lose, yeah. which is a very nice feeling. Didn't give up anything. I really want to talk about that first goal by Jordan Baggett. So right before the we touch record, on I, that I shot, again. that's what I was going to, I was going to brag about Cause like at first, like, look, like she's so close to the goal. Like it seemed like, you know, I, I just at first glance, like it seems like it'd be easy, but when you really watch it, Holy shit, that was no. really hard. Outside she picked of that what, clean one touch, out of the air. Yeah. Perfect placement. Like, wow. Well, and also I'm going to, I'm going to interject here. She was TV close to the goal, but not real life close to the goal, which is where she was standing. I think you, if you watch from the stands or on TV, you're like, that's right in front of the goal. But if you were to stand in that spot on the box, you'd be like, Oh, I'm, I'm not (laughs) like, this is, this is not a trivial thing. I mean, for a professional athlete though, it's, it's like right there, you know, like it was, you're, you're kind of in layup range, right? Provided that the keeper is like out of position, you have some sort of advantage going for you. I, I hit mean, clean was, though. Was yeah, it wasn't point blank. Yeah, and there was uh, there was certainly opportunity for error, and that's what makes it like so impressive. Like again, one touch outside foot, like fantastic, fantastic, and so early in the match too, which is exactly what you want to see. Can I uh, can I bring down some of this positivity a little bit? What I had I had to sprint full speed across the concourse and watch the replay of that goal on the big screen because someone's daughter wanted to play in the playground and I missed both goals. <laughs> no TV for you. I'm told that there's no uh, electric out in the, uh, the playground area. There's Maybe that's a something. light. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just relaying now, what I've look, been told. I'm not saying it's not a problem that can't be, be remedied. A simple country electrical engineer but I am pretty sure that the lamppost that is in the playground is, has electricity inside of it. Zach, all I'm going to tell you is that you can get anywhere and do anything. If you walk confidently with the high vis vest on, if you're an engineer and you've got the tools. No, I'm not. Electricity's not for... the problem. The does cable. That, does that count for is vandalism? If you do labor for them like that, if you run electric, I guess it technically would be. Just don't yeah. do it. Anyway. I, I, I think in general, companies do not like you uh, messing around with their wires in a way that you could die. <laughs> Especially when you don't have control, like the breakers, the things off and whatnot. Yeah, I I, I ain't wiring an, out, uh, an outlet live <laughs> on street lamp. <laughs> well, you got to see the goal in some way, shape, or form, and that's the important thing. It's, it, it was... Like I heard the crowd and just <laughs> my, luckily my wife was there too to watch Chuck because I just took off in a dead sprint <laughs> to get to where I could see the screen. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, um, so Jordan Baggett got the goal, I think it was the 11th minute. Only like two minutes later, Airsig almost had a header. It went off the off the top crossbar. Yep. They were really knocking there for a little while. Um, but then uh Broke in again, 19 minutes, Paige Monahan. Boom. Is that was her third straight uh, game with a goal? I believe she, is the stat I heard. On fire. Yeah, she's on fire, comfortable two, nothing. Having lead. a career Point year for a veteran player. The only 
Oh, wait, what? One of only six players? Wait, was it four players? There's something really small like that. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it's one of only four players to score at least two goals in the last five seasons, four four or five seasons. Yeah, it's kind of insane stat. (laughs) Yeah, it was a stat you would, the number you would have expected to have been higher. I, you would think if the bar was only two goals, you would have a much larger, larger list, but exactly. uh, The pandemic is in the middle of that. (laughs) So like a lot of players went over to Europe for a year and and technically missed a season. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of weirdness there. Anyway, a player that has been in the league for a while, having her best season at racing is a thing I have wanted to see. And it's so great to see it happening. Yeah. And I mean, she had a she had a great match. I think she had another shot on on target that really challenged a keeper. Like I think it took like, really it was like a one press. hand slap away. Yeah. She I think she hit even a, like late in the match. It took another shot that rattled off of uh, when the post. Like she was threatening. She was she's she was looking really confident. That, yeah, she's a big part of that reason of why that easily could have been over two nil. And honestly, like Chicago didn't have all that many chances. Like they were pretty toothless. They were pretty Louisville City like. See what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we're gonna it's talk like about one City playing but... playing pittsburgh at lynn yeah right so um i mean a good night and again like you said before not not really a feeling we're really used to walking into a match expecting the win and then getting it in pretty comfortable fashion like that's about as comfortable as it gets right like you get you get two goals you get them early and you see things out it been nice obviously just to bury them like win like six nil or nothing but well i mean and it's not not like they weren't close to very good like i like i said i think very fortunate for chicago to not have given up another one there yeah exactly so um with that win i mean they're clearly top of the table in their um in their challenge cup group with 12 points um have they officially i guess clinched a a spot in the playoffs like they have not that's, see, that's interesting. I assumed with the win there, they, they pretty uh, because, sure they um, uh, So Kansas City's only three points behind them right now because they uh, Kansas City has three wins and a loss. Uh, so Kansas City's close. Um, you know what? I, mean, I think they might I- have clinched. They... They, I think they have not clinched first place is what it, in the, in the group. I think, um, yes. Cause Kansas city. So no, they haven't clinched because Kansas city could still pass them. If they get two losses and Kansas city gets two wins, then Kansas city will be a first. Uh, okay, so and then they would have we, to get that wild card. Uh, so spot. really just avoid losing is, is all they have to do from here on out. I I believe, yeah, they win the next game, they've clinched. Okay. I figured they would have made a big deal about it online, about them clinching, had that happened, and I didn't see that. I Again, I, I going into it, I'm like, I didn't look at the numbers. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that they'll they'll clinch at the win, but obviously that was incorrect. But no. they're in a very good position. But they are, they're in a very good position. Uh, yep. Yeah, let me look at the, I haven't paid attention to the other So Courage have eight points right now. Um, rain have 10 and racing have 12. Think another, another win, depending on what Kansas city does, will has a good chance of clinching it. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew they were in a real good spot. I mean, kind of turning into our competition, right? Um, 
I was kind of ragging we on are, it before, not putting a lot of value into it. But now that you're we're a Challenge Cup team now, Ben. Yeah, now you put some stock in it. Well, I mean, they've been good doing in the lead too. I, um, Jeff posted their record since like the end of May has been very good. <laughs> like they got all those draws at the start of the season, but since then they it's like eight wins. It's like eight, two, and three, something like something around there. They, yeah, they've so they've been on a tear lately. But momentum is certainly on racing Louisville's side, and the vibes feel really good. And I knew eventually racing Louisville would be like the beacon of hope for, for soccer in Louisville. And one day uh, Louisville city might not be what they were. I just didn't think that it was going to be this, this quickly, you know, boy, racing could make the playoffs and city could miss the playoffs. That's like, that's like a thing that could happen, which I would never guessed. It's not likely. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, I think, I mean, the playoff field's so big in the USL, but I was looking One at day, 538 racing has like a 25% chance of making the playoffs. So it's not like oh, the most likely th- thing, but they haven't updated it. that. Mo- they haven't updated that model in like two months. You should not put any yeah. stock in that. They fired everybody there. And so now it's, useless. And they're, no, nobody's running the computers there. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. I really, I really liked referencing it, but it's, it's kind of dead right now. So, but the point being is that, Racing's our beacon of hope, and we knew this would come one day. We were optimistic about it. I just, again, I didn't think it'd be this soon. So, I mean, good on racing. Um, they're doing well home and doing, well doing pretty well abroad. We got, we got what, six different teams to root for, and all of our players seem to be uh, getting if some time. you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. It's what they say about Louisville, uh, famous soccer capital of, of, the, of the country. Never in doubt. Oh boy, it, man! Uh, did you see? Did you see that uh, Men and Blazers posted? It looks like Racing Global's going to win the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of when they um, they asked Bastian Schweinsteiger about winning the World Cup with the Chicago Fire a few years ago. <laughs> but no, I mean, we got a, we got a pretty good pretty good. We got the mellow starting fall. games for the uh, the U.S. national team. Ari it's got a hat good. trick. I saw Wong in a in a Nike commercial. Wong got her own cartoon. Did she? It's an animated Nike commercial. I thought I saw her like in person in one. Maybe there's multiple. There might be another one, but she has she has one that's like a three minute animation about her. Oh, and this life. wasn't about her. There was a couple of players in it, and she was one of them. So interesting. Like, well, she got one of the featured Nike because Nike's done. Let's see. There's like the Sophia Smith horror movie one, which is great. I could talk about the Nike World Cup ads for maybe a whole podcast because they've been pretty incredible. Dabinia has the one like uh, juggling the the thing in the convenience store. Uh, I've seen these. Oh, they're great. Uh, we're going to run through them. But anyway, Wong Shuang has like an entire three minute like cartoon about like her journey across the world playing soccer. It's great. Damn, not too shabby. Um, If you if you haven't seen the Sophie Smith Sophia Smith one, it's really great because it's uh it's like a horror movie trailer, but it's a player on some generic other soccer team that's like sitting on the bus right into the game and looking at like a press conference of Sophia Smith talking about the next game. And mm-hmm. then like she looks like directly into the camera through the phone and talks directly to the player and then like like she keeps there's like flashes of light and like Sophia Smith pops up behind her and she's like sweating in the locker room uh yeah it's pretty pretty great <laughs> hope to check them out if it doesn't come up i think one of the uh 
I think there's we have a match coming up for the U.S. So hopefully maybe we'll air during that one. There's also been a pretty good. Uh, did you see the one for the French national team where they starts out with a bunch of clips of the French men's national team, like highlight a highlight reel, uh, and then they reveal like halfway through the trip the the commercial that it's all been um, clips from the women's national team that they deep faked and just put the uh, the men's national team like like they kept all the movements but they swapped in yeah. the players from the men's national team that's clever that's pretty, pretty cool yeah i like that the things technology can do now but yeah. uh but yeah i mean point being things are going well for for louisville all over the place getting all sorts of attention I mean, um oh i didn't even mention uh timby timby had a great game for south africa she uh she is not credited with an assist because like it's one of those like she took a shot from a shallow angle and the keeper deflected it and it went right to another player to just like tap in. So mm-hmm. uh but she created that goal. That was all her. Yeah. And the, the run, Making the run up happen. to it was incredible. She she started about five yards behind the defender and got to the ball like five yards ahead of her on the yeah. But so Timmy's playing good. Uh, I was kind of sad we didn't get to see uh, Chidiak in the Australia opener, but it's a long tournament, so. Yeah, I kind of figured she was a, a shoe-in for starting things, but maybe it's kind of like, you know. It's a lot of games in a short amount of time, so you have to juggle the, the roster around on all these yeah. teams. Um, but yeah, so it's I'm, been. I'm not overthinking it. This is the most fun I've had following a World Cup, just because there's so many racing players to keep an eye on on so many different teams. Yeah. Like any given night, there's at least one game that I care about yeah. on. You have a reason to be invested, which yeah. is pretty cool. It has not helped my already abysmal sleep habits, though. <laughs> I'm a tired All person. I can't, I can't be doing games. these things. So I, I catch the stuff when it when they're kind of within reasonable hours or, or see highlights as they pop up. I don't get as invested in in the international games and in the, in the World Cup and whatnot. I'm, I don't know why. I just... Plus, we I still like get some. We get some decent time games, like the the women's national t- team game was at eight p.m. or yeah. nine was it nine p.m. Which is not too bad. Yeah, those are the kinds I'll pretty surely catch. Crushed so. the Messi debut, which I love to see in the in the ratings. I think yeah, they what pulled were like, those numbers again. Uh, I think it's six point something million for the women's national team game, and like one point something for the Messi game. I think the caveat yeah. with that is. Aren't the MLS games on like an, a streaming service? I don't know about the. I think they. I, I don't know. If on Apple TV League Cup was Apple TV. Yeah. So I don't know if, if I'm sure that brings was. those it, numbers it down been. a little bit because Apple's never going to release what the actual numbers I mean, were. But still, th- that's their own damn fault. Yeah, that's what you get for putting it behind a paywall, you know. But uh, anyway, so things are good all around in uh, in racing Louisville land. And that's where we're going to end this episode, right? We're not going to talk about anything else. There's no more soccer. I don't remember any other games to talk about this weekend. I think we're good. (laughs) End on a happy note. Now, what we are going to do, we're going to cut to a commercial break. Then we come back. We're going to rip the Band-Aid. We're going to talk about Louisville City and all the happenings there. See what's going on. See if we can figure it out. Probably not, but we'll talk about it. So stay tuned. We'll catch you on the other side.
Welcome back to the Vamos Rados podcast. I'm still Zach. I'm still Benton. And Benton, I'm we got still a, sad too. Uh, we got to talk about the sad game. It's gonna bring me down. I was so happy about the racing game. Oh wait, I do want to, but just because I'm a, I'm avoiding moving on. Uh, props to the league on the way they've done this World Cup schedule because I think uh, getting getting these Challenge Cup games while the World Cup break is going on is like a great way to do it because one all these all these World Cup games are at 3 a.m. so it's not like you're directly competing mm-hmm. with them it, I think it helps you capitalize on some of the interest from the World Cup because you know that you can there are games going on that you can check in on I think right I'm a big like uh with sports you you want the the that Rising tide lifts all ships. Just like people care, people interested in your sport is good for your sport. It's not a competition thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I, uh, but I also like that for like health of the competition reasons. I'm glad it's not regular season games going on right now because you don't want to play a bunch of regular season games with all of the best players in the league missing. So I, I think doing the Challenge Cup right now is like a perfect way to handle that. Yeah, I so mean, we, I think we we I think we talked like early in the season when we kind of heard about this format, how we we were optimistic about it, and so this is what I said I hoped would happen well. last year. So I have to say that I'm I'm happy about yeah. it, and I think it's good because you know is, it's, it's this it's is how I said I would have done it if I were in charge. Again, I don't I don't put as much stock into the Challenge Cup, but this is a great use of that time and to keep things going. Yeah. So ultimately, it's a net positive. If so. anything, like. If the Challenge Cup just stays around as a thing to do during the World Cup, it that's great. <laughs> like I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. I, I mean, I don't hate the idea of a secondary competition. It's just, yeah. If you're not gonna, part. if you're not switching to like a fall to spring calendar, this is the best way to handle that is to have Challenge oh, Cup going on. God, I hope we don't do that. Right. God, I hope we don't do that. All, all right, right, Ben, we've we've avoided it enough. Uh, so Louisville City played two games since we recorded, but. Only one of them was since the last episode came out. So we're just going to... We're not going to talk about Detroit. We're going to talk about Detroit. You guys saw that. Nothing new there. Yeah, nothing yeah. new there. It was, it was bad. It was bad. Um, so it's we'll talk about Birmingham, where I entered with, with a touch of optimism. I was feeling so down after that Detroit loss. Like, my optimism, like, just kind of... you could I could feel it cracking and breaking. You could see me unwind, uh, unraveling on Twitter, probably. I was tweeting during the match. And so I, I that day, I'm, I'm like... I'm a little optimistic. I'm like, look, Birmingham's good, but like, if we can get something here, something to hang on to, like, you know, even a, even a draw where we look good, like, there's something to build from. And uh, we didn't exactly get that, did we? Not so, uh, not so hot. We did go up early, which was Off optimistic. Things were good. Got yeah, really lead a good Still defensive team like Louisville this this season. That's that's, that's the end of the game, right? One zero lead, yeah. just close that out. <laughs> Yeah, Dylan Maris's goal in the 34th minute, so well placed. He did How such did a good job with that. Hard. That was that was that was like behind him. You <laughs> I mean at the, I'm, I'm glad guys are to just contort take... your body to to put the amount of oomph he put on that shot is incredible. Yeah, I mean normally I guess my, I I was just thinking we can't we're, we're having trouble scoring goals that we want to be more selective and take the real big opportunities. But I guess another philosophy is just just shoot the ball and see what happens. You know, sometimes you might get a good. A good hit well, on it, it or something it, weird happens. And that was the one. That was, it was a good hit. Look, ball, ball bounces to you right there. There, there was no one to pass to. Uh, Omi was offside from his run. So, like, all I think the only thing he had to do was shoot. There were, there yeah, were no it, other options. It was a convenient um, deflection off the defender who, like, uh, 
I forget exactly how it panned out to this point, but he got kind of slid and, and knocked the ball right to the feet of Maris. So it was like and, basically and was, gave him that perfect opportunity. He slid, knocked it to the Maris's feet, and then was out of the play because he slid away from him. Yeah, so it worked out well. Perfect things setup. Felt, but still, it was not good. an easy shot because it did not bounce to him clean. He had to like yeah. really stretch to get to it. Yeah, it was talented. And I mean... uh I think there were there were moments early on where I was getting a little nervy about what Birmingham was doing, but we we kind of grew into the match a little bit. Uh, I felt, I mean, we we were large. I mean, even throughout the game, like as the whole thing progressed, we were largely doing what we wanted to. As then we were maintaining a little bit more of the possession and we're keeping the ball more so on their end. But that's been the story of the whole year, right? It's never been like we've been denied those things that we want. We just haven't been able to take full advantage of those. Meanwhile. The opposition is punishing us for the. Man, for the can I jump in with the thing get. I'm very concerned about, though? Yeah, absolutely. Is, I mean, more power to him. Ombi is the source of any good thing that happens in the attack, for like weeks yeah. now. They they are only generating chances through Ombi doing things, which is like not good for a soccer team. There that are eleven not, players. You cannot just. You cannot just let like a dude in his thirties be the entire engine of the offense. Oh, that's the yeah, that's that's the that's the scary kind of long term picture that we're we're dealing with here. It goes that one's that one goes more beyond the season, but thankfully for now we still have him. He's knocking wood. Like, yeah, but it's still not enough. Again. Like, like I know. Yeah, he is. I, no, the, I, I get he is you. The but the source it's... of all the good things that happen, but not enough good things are happening. <laughs> right. I mean, some is better than none, though. I mean, that's that, that comes down to part of that's a more longer term thing. But you're right. Like, he's the only one that's been able to really like consistently make things happen. Other guys have moments here or there, but for the most part, it's just him. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd really like to I'll, see Wilson well, Harris get back I, in the mix. I think he I, I do want to say, I, I think Elijah, Elijah has been creative and and there's been there's been like sparks of that, but not consistently yeah. yeah i was gonna say yeah i mean there's definitely been some unique sparks there and i and i would like to see him get more more game time just to see that come out a little bit more but it would be by, it was, like by and is the biggest was he the one that almost had the goal on that weird play where it got deflected off the goal line and then it went to the side and then somebody took a diagonal shot and somebody almost got on the end of it and it almost went in the goal like three different times in one play and then we didn't get a goal out of it. I know I know exactly what sequence you're talking about. You know, it was that goal line I think clearance. He, I think he had the shot there that like that yeah. started all that. One thing I do want to clarify on that play is it seems like on, on, on Twitter and even the broadcast seemed to indicate that that last ball like went in the net. It did not go in the net. It went out it was out it was wider than that. It was no. outside of it. So I'm not sure where that came from. But I did see it like multiple places saying it went. Like I mean, it looked like it did. It was very close. Oh yeah, it looked like it. yeah for sure. I don't remember who somebody don't. was making the the run on the post that just about got in there for an easy tap in. I don't remember no. who. Yeah. Anyway, it's a anyway, weird. I mean, I mean, that was good on them for that that goal line clearance. I think that was even before Birmingham's first goal too. Or no, maybe they had their one, and that was like it was after back. the first goal, but before the second goal. Okay. Yeah, and both their goals were were pretty similar in nature, like set piece goals. Like that's. I don't feel like that's an area in which we've, we've defenders not able to stay with a man. I think it was uh, that first goal. Manny was marking him, and and he got loose from Manny, and then um, Powell's was late on the the cover, so he had like a pretty easy. What's up? Why no, you I laughing? Was, I was laughing because you said Powell's, and it reminded me of. 
Did you acknowledge the fact that there were multiple times in that match where pals with, with Anderson to who's like five, four. And it's like the <laughs> tallest guy in the league and the shortest guy in the league were like paired with each other. That. And it's wonderful. In fact, I went, I'm like, I was thinking during the game, like, please God, I hope when these photographers get a picture of these two, like right with each other. And they did. So that's the picture I used for my, my write up on the, on the website. But anyway, I just in real time, I was, I was laughing my ass off about that. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Continue. The hype yeah, got so, me. Was, so Manny, like Manny let the guy he was covering get space. And then Powell, Powell was slow on the recovery. And that's how that first goal came. Yeah. It's, uh, set giving up two, two corner kick goals in one game is rough. That's, that's, that's fluky. Especially, Especially the one being so late. Historically, <laughs> Louisville's been very good on set pieces. That's not, that's not been a problem. Right. That's that's why I refer to it as like fluky. It's weird. It's it's abnormal. It's and especially they just the don't last got one the was juice this season. It's, it was so damn late that makes it hurt that much more. You know. Oh boy. I mean, sure. Like other teams have gone through three game losing streaks before, but with I was ready to be mad about a draw, really and now hard. I got to be mad about a loss. I would have been. I don't. I don't think "mad" would have been the right word if if we had a draw. That's not like where I would have been. Like something to to cling on to. Obviously not to our standards, but something's better than nothing. Especially against a team I respect. I kept saying beforehand, I think Birmingham was better than the sixth place that they were currently in in the table, and they're they're starting to climb a little bit. But I mean, we are now at three straight losses. We're down to to sixth place. Um, I mean, we're still in the playoff picture, but I mean, it's comfortably in the you're going to play every game away kind of spot you know and it's 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 a bad feeling and it's just it's just not to our standards i i mean what what, what do you do like what is the like, only thing is, is the fix here i guess the only so they're in sixth right now but it is that fourth through seventh is tight <laughs> it is 30 30 points 29 points 29 points 28 points so yeah it, I that's, actually it's any it's a toss-up where where they fall in that in that range so you got a little more space um top three pittsburgh's got 38 charleston's got 36 Tampa bay's got 35 so you got like a group of three up top and then four through seventh are all tight and then eighth through 11th are all real tight mm-hmm. too so kind of got it's like the 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 east oh and then and then hartford by themselves all at the bottom the east <laughs> is kind of in like three groups right now yeah, and we're just we're not the, the top dogs in the middle that we're of the group used to be. We're not used to that. I I actually did the math. I was curious. So we have 14 games remaining. I'm like, all right, what if we win out every game? That puts us at 71 points. Like, and, and points per game wise, that's below where we we're at last season. So like, there's already like no hope of reaching where we were last season. Like season, even if we had some weird freak miracle. Didn't run. we predict but, like 68 or 69 points? In oh, the probably. Pre-season? Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, honestly, at the time we at the information we had at the time, I would have done it again. You know, I. <laughs> This just feels so unprecedented and so so weird, so unexpected. Um, and, and I kind of wrote this link. I was just trying to speculate, like, why are we in the spot that we are? Slash, like, how can we fix this? And I think a lot of the narratives that have come up are injuries, age, tactics, and mentality. And I mean, ultimately, I think the answer is some permutation of those. However, I'm not inclined to think age is is one of the predominant factors. And heck, I think. I think tactically is not even one of the biggest problems. Like it really I, comes down to, it really comes down to the, I think to tactics me, the might be a bit of a problem. 
I mean, to, to some extent, yeah. But like when I think about like what's been our problems, I keep having these flashbacks of like these these open opportunities that the team has just whiffed time and time again. The one that really comes to mind was at Detroit. It's like 12 minutes in. Cam Heck had a really great shooting opportunity early on and just skied it over the over the box. Like I'm not saying he would have scored there, so but I mean you got you gotta my, put something on target. My pushback there though is I would be I would be more inclined to say that if they were in a position where like there was a big difference between their expected goals and what they've scored, like, Oh man, they're just not hitting their shots, but that that's, they're not getting the shots, which I consider a tactics problem. I mean, to, to an extent. And it, yeah. And that's why I'm not, I'm not totally discounting that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the thing is, is that coach Cruz has been actively trying things, but part of the problem, I mean, he, we've seen a number of different formation the past few matches and I don't know whatever their instructions they may or may not have received, but the, the other problem that feeds into this is that that injury part and not being able to have a consistent lineup, you know, you don't know who's going to be healthy. Who's who's not like we've had a long injury list and, you know, I appreciate the club's can I, transparency. Uh, can I put okay. forth a, a, a theory? Go for it. Yeah. We're uh, here to speculate. So I, the age gets thrown around and I don't think in the general sense, that is what it is. But I, I do think what is specifically going on this year is even though we've retained a lot of people from last season, this has been like a transition year for the midfield. I think the specifically the midfield lineups like there have been some key I think, departures and just players aging into playing fewer minutes mm-hmm. where I think the midfield has actually been in a lot of flux over last yep. year. And I think that is the source of a lot of the troubles. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I totally agree with that. And I think part of it, like the, I think like I don't... Paolo's a little older and not playing as much. Corbin is gone. He, he was a big contributor last season in that yeah. midfield. They have youth there, so it's not necessarily an age problem, but it is like a guard is changing there, and and I think we've not quite picked up where we left off. If if when people are saying age, if they're more so referring to like, I, it's more palatable to me that the that the argument that the younger players that are supposed to be backfilling these older guys are not stepping up, that one totally hits home. Like I, that resonates. That makes sense. I I don't disagree with that one at all. But but saying that we're bad because some of these guys are old, like that that's. No, that that's but no. That's I, I not think it. it's it's a minor thing. We lost a lot of the minutes last. I mean, no, uh, one person retired. Uh, another another person is not playing as much as he used to. Um, and Gibson's had a couple of real uncharacteristically bad games. And oh man, he I don't know had if a you want to say loud. that that's age. Like uh, he's not young. I don't think it's a across the board problem. It's not like we're getting chances and not putting them away. We're just not getting chances in the first place, which makes me less likely to blame that necessarily on the forwards and more of like we're having trouble moving the ball up in the field and and creating those opportunities. And that that feels like a midfield problem to me. Yeah. No, I mean, I certainly think there's both of, both of that going on to an extent. Like Rasmus Stelfson, like he's just been like consistently okay. You know, like he's not, He's not hit that 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 good yet. He hasn't broken through the level in which I thought that he would get to, and especially by this point, he's just been very 
mediocre. He had a bad, bad game in Detroit, particularly. Um, you know, Tyler Gibson, you talked about, had a few uncharacteristically like bad, bad matches and moments. And Carlos, about, who's essentially his successor, is not like fully ready to go like game in and game out. And in, in that, that like attacking midfield position, we've seen Winder there a little bit, and there's been sparks, but it's not been consistent. Yeah. Paolo's been playing a lot fewer minutes than he has in the past. Yeah, uh, as, he, as he should, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I, yeah, Ni- missing- Niall missed. My, Niall's only just recently returned. I, I think that'll. Yeah, now big. Niall's still real great, and like and missing like Jorge is as frustrating as he could be at times. Like I mean, you you would like to at least have that See, option, right? Jorge's good to have because Jorge gets you lots of opportunities, and so it doesn't matter that maybe Jorge doesn't hit as many of them as as he should because the volume yeah. makes up for it. Yeah, yeah. So we're. I mean, if anything, it, I know Coach Cruz all is that definitely goals the Jorge's graded expected goals. Yeah. So, and weirdly, like our defense has honestly been pretty good this season until kind of recently starting to like falter a bit, which has been kind of much weird and random. Like, I don't know. I feel like that came out of left field a bit, you know? So like you posted a bunch of charts comparing this team to teams of past. And from the, on the defensive ends of things from both the expected goals and the actual goals given up standpoint, they are completely like, in line with what team, what previous Louisville city teams have done. They Louisville city has had a very, a completely for them, a very normal defensive year. They've allowed about as many goals as they have in the past. And they've allowed as bad as many. Yeah. Chances look at the full season. I agree. I agree. As they, as they have in the yep. past. So the defense is not the problem. It, it's the, the, it's, they right. are not scoring. Not only are they not scoring as much as they have in the past, they're like significantly below where they've ever been. No, the only point I was trying to talk about is like re- only recently has it kind of felt like it's gotten like yeah. a suddenly shaky, right? Like against Detroit, like man, like they could have easily had four goals on us, like Birmingham, like letting in those Boy, two man, like, they, uh, corners. Detroit. Like Detroit, well, Detroit did have three goals on us. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it could have been we, even more than that. We, yeah, I'm not we even got away with the one. one that they should have been awarded in the beginning. Yeah, we, we were mad about not having goal line technology before. And now, man, I, I'm a big no, We should never have goal line technology. No, no, no. That, 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 was, that was a payback call for all the other crap yeah. that we, we went through. Yeah, I mean, like. But, the, uh, I mean, again, I, I agree. With... Absolutely destroy the crossbar, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, yeah, we don't, we don't need to talk about it. that one was particularly bad, but like Birmingham just wasn't like, I was hoping we would get something, you know, some, some little slumber of hope to grab onto it. Instead, we got the complete opposite of a, of you a, know, of a goal after 90 minutes that to kill us. That I saw that's probably the most indicative of the scoring was, did you see that halftime of the, at, at that game? That's only the fifth game this season that they've led at the halftime. Oh, which I didn't is, know that one. That's, I didn't know that one. Yeah. Which is just a, it's, that's a, you're not scoring thing. Like, yeah. So you, gotta, you have to score a goal to be ahead of halftime. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how things kind of pan out over these next few matches well, and kind of, I guess what's being done behind the scenes to, to rectify this or to, or what, what they're going to roll out. Right. And, you know, keep tinkering tactically, different players starting, like who's getting healthy. Like there's a lot of like different elements to follow ongoing with this uh, painful situation that we find ourselves in. Oof frustrating anyway um you want to talk about a little bit of roster news let me hear it i think they've only scored multiple goals in like two games this season you're right it's like two yep. or three it's very yeah, low number it's only two the only two so. they've scored more than one goal it's just 
like completely uncharacteristic thing from them. All right. Give me the roster news. Yeah. So the roster news recently came out that uh, Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa is going on loan to San Diego Loyal. In return, we got transferred Kyle Adams. The uh, the key. How good of an attacker is he? See, that's the thing. He's going to solve our. Is he? I'm sorry. I guess he's I was just complaining def- that the midfield was the issue. Depth. So Here, okay. I, I, here's, I'm sure he's a midfielder. Thing. Here, here's the thing. It's it's defensive depth, and we are one. We are That'll one injury it. away. We are one injury away from from disaster at that center back position. So I get the need to rectify there, and that was something that they've been actively looking at for for a little while now. So, I mean, I mean, counterpoint. I, first off, I mean, first we're in off, the middle of disaster at the other two. <laughs> Right. Honestly, like the departure of Matiti in, in my mind, like not the biggest thing in the world, right? Like he he hasn't done all that much this season along with everybody else. On it, I've been pretty unimpressed with him. Like I feel like a lot of times he was just dribbling straight into attackers and, and trying to do a lot on his own. And it just really was not productive. If he could lean into being a creator and really embrace that role, I think you get you get something different out of him and there's a lot more value, but it just and it just didn't seem to be clicking for me. So not uh not not horribly shocked personally at, at this one. Um, but I mean I'm with you. I I still hope that there's ongoing looks at what we can do on the offensive end or heck, even the kind of midfield sort of position. But I'm I'm not it, gonna knock, I'm not gonna knock him for getting that 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 center back depth and that competition there that they so desired. I mean, that's the exact reason why Jordan Scarlett was in the mix in the first place. Yeah. All right, let me throw this out there. Zombie have like a younger brother. Yeah. Are there any other zombies out there? Can we? Because <laughs> if it's gonna take too long to grow a new one, if we cl- clone him, so that's not a short term fix. Well, no, we but, can do the uh, the 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 Django Fett thing where they sped up the, the growth thing, right? Like, didn't the all the yeah, clones but that they grow up faster? It, it gets that. How far is Camino from quick. here? Yeah, that's and we get it. We get an Ombi with like three eyes. That's now it's not what we want. That's Star Wars reference for you guys who were unfamiliar. I, but I uh, yeah, I mean, man, I, I wish we had a a yeah younger a younger Ombi in the mix, a young Ombi in the wings. That would be pretty phenomenal. And I I you I can't imagine they're not they're not at least looking like whether they're serious or not about moving things forward. Like they got to put their ears to the ground, and see what's out there, especially with with what's going on. I mean, they secure the transfer with with uh, Josh, and they got some money from that. I can't imagine they're looking just to spend it all like right away. It's probably more of like oh. you spread that money out for things, but like. I did want to point bit... out an interesting thing about that trade, that, which you may have already covered, but I was thinking of a joke in my head. So I'm sorry the about loan that. And transfer element. Yeah. So that's kind of odd. <laughs> I don't, you don't see that happen often. So it's, yeah. yeah, it's a loan wonder... from a TD, but it's a full on transfer for, uh, for the Aussie. I wonder if there's things like where like where Louisville City's maybe still covering some of Matiti's salary. Meanwhile, we're taking on all of Kyle's or some sort of weird like thing to balance it out there. So I I don't know what this what the story is with that. I mean, they obviously don't disclose that stuff, but there has to be more to it. Like, but either way, that's I mean, that's what it is. We theoretically still have uh Matiti's rights for 2024. I believe it's an option. Is, so because we'll I'm actually not happens. as down on him as you. <laughs> I think after Obi, he's like he's like like I, I know he does have a tendency to just drill into the teeth of the defense sometimes, but also like he's basically been <laughs> second in making things happen behind Obi. 
it's a it's a deep second but yeah i don't i just i don't know i i, I, I was feel better love, that he's so, gone i mean i at that point i was at the point where i'm like like just let's play one of the younger kids and just see what they have in that in that role do we have somebody that does that like let's just give them a shot so i don't know and again business things are being done um I know people are going to be expecting more of a more of an attack and oriented acquisition, but um, this was this was a need. This is a need that was stated a while ago, and I remember pe- um, people actively complaining about like needing needing depth like that. So, yeah. I mean, the depth won't, was won't knock, won't, won't won't knock him for it. And again, personally for me, like Matiti um, departing, like maybe maybe him playing elsewhere for a little bit will will do him some good. See a little bit a uh, different perspective, and maybe help shape him a bit. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but is what it is. All right. Zach, what are we missing? What have we not gone over yet? I think we covered. I'm trying to take a look and see what matches we have. Oh, yes. Obviously, the next big one for Louisville City is the Fill the Fan match. That's actually, hold on. That's actually a good talking point because what a perfect opportunity to turn things around. Get a win over a rival, not only at home, but one with, hopefully like a some sort of record attendance whether it's for the season or 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 ever like that would be a great catalyst to get a nice run going do i have confidence that's going to happen i plead the fifth but but uh but i mean that's enough that's an opportunity so that's how i'm looking at it i'm trying to look at it optimistically like wouldn't you be excited like wouldn't you be excited as a player like you're you're not doing well as a team like you know things aren't well but like you got a rivalry game coming up, and there's going to be a ton of fans there, like n- more than normal. If there's anything I'm f- I'm actually familiar with as a player, it's losing multiple games in a row, and it's hard <laughs> to get excited about anything after that. I I actually have firsthand <laughs> experience with this one. But we never win is the thing. We weren't used <laughs> to being winners before. <laughs> That's a good point. I think I would be more sad if we if we won at some point. And the point is, I'm 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 taking a look at this this fill the fam opportunity with Louisville City as a chance. Oh, we to, do have an update. Zach has been moved from out to questionable for next week's game in the Old Man League. Hey, there we go. Positive health update. trends. That's what we like to see. <laughs> Reduce that injury list here in Louisville, which has been quite long. Hopefully, that will come down too. Oh boy, you see on that. Do we have any sensu beans that we can give the team? Hyper. Uh, and those list. little like pods, like what were those pods like, in Dragon Ball Z where they're floating in the liquid, like the back to tanks or something like that? Yeah, making bean. up a word. The sensu bean, bean was the bean, Pop, but the Pop one like where Go- Goku was in the water and like kind of restoring his health on Namek. Oh yeah, they have. So the back to tank is Star Star Wars. You've gone back to Star Wars. Oh okay, that's, that did sound Star Warsy. That's what when 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 uh when. Uh, Darth Vader goes back to his creepy castle house. He just sort of sits in that tank. And um, and Boba Fett did that in the book of Boba Fett, right? Yeah. He had his little pool thing. I think Luke, don't he? He hop hop in it after he gets his head cut off for. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Probably. this back to tank. That's it helps you heal. It's a Star Wars thing. <laughs> We're making all sorts of nerdy jokes. Um, opportunities await Louisville City. You have to turn around sooner than later. Otherwise, we're up a creek without a paddle kind of feels like we're that way already but there's still time theoretically just not a lot of reason to believe that it's gonna pan out well that's all i have to say i feel you better if the numbers were better yeah 
they certainly don't suggest. I'm used to be because Louisville City has always been so statistically dominant. I'm used to being in the position of being like, hey, the results haven't been there, but like the the process is good, and they'll get the wins that they keep playing. Yeah. They keep playing like they're playing right now. They're not getting wins. Yeah, I mean, coming off of last season too, the, it's play, just the such way a they're playing has changed, which is not a position they've really been in before. I mean, I, I trust in, in Danny's knowledge of the game. Let's see if he can come up with a good game plan and be imprinted on his players' heads to play that way. Because if there have been like a change in actual style, not just like formation and whatnot, it hasn't really translated. Like it still feels like run up the flanks and cross and see what happens a lot of times. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I know I'm probably greatly over, oversimplifying it, but that's what it still feels like. That's what we've done in the past. So, yeah. I also just wonder if continuity is working against them a little bit this season oh, too. It's absolutely. just like, it's just, everyone absolutely. knows how to play against them now. Like, yeah. Oh, the, I thought you meant in terms of the, not having the players that too. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I, mean getting, I, I wonder like, if it's just figured out like sort of, there's like trends and things ebb and flow in soccer. And, and I just wonder if the league has adapted to the way that Louisville plays. And it's just not, it's not a, yeah, no, it, the, the, the 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 adjustments the other teams had to make have been made and it's just like the way that they play is not a winning formula yeah. anymore. I, I don't I don't disagree with that I I figured that day would come eventually. Yeah, just didn't know. It happens. When. You have to you have to change or 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 you're stuck. <laughs> so a so. multitude of problems and a multitude of potential factors. We will see if they can figure it out. But Zach, we are we are running up on time. I don't want to keep eating up people's time in their feed i want them to be able to move on to other uh other podcasts like butcher town rundown or what other other soccer uh, podcasts are out there so thank you all so much for tuning in my name is benton i'm zach this is i was gonna say this is where you say you're zach. <laughs> we'll be back and hopefully we're gonna be talking about multiple wins you can find this on winning. i am jesus christ <laughs> You can find me on X for about another week until I finally get that blue sky invite. I'm done. I'm done. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. I'm putting a note here. This is where we're ending at 58 something. X gonna give it to you. All right. Bye, y'all. Okay. special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co